Welcome to Build to Lead, forming the healthcare leaders of tomorrow. Back at you for season three. There's no denying that the last two to three years have been tough, and news cycles continue to report on the doom and gloom happening at home and abroad. And today, we want to take a breather from that and reflect on something more positive joy. But what is joy? Joy is energy. Joy is resistance. Joy is being in your mojo. Let's learn together on season three of Built to Lead, getting back to joy. Listeners, it is our joy and pleasure to bring you season three of Built to Lead. For those of you starting your listening journeys with us, welcome. And for those returning from seasons one and two, welcome back. My name is Mubin Lalani, and I'm a current Master of Health Informatics student at the Institute of Health Policy Management and Evaluation. And I am co-hosting this season in conjunction with the founder of Built to Lead, Matthew. Matthew, can you tell the listeners a bit about yourself and Built to Lead? Yes, thanks Mubin. And hello everyone, Um, I'm Matthew, class of 2020, Master's of Health Administration, IHPME graduate and certified health executive. Built to Lead is about building the next generation of leaders in Canadian healthcare. But leadership is a universal topic. So while we're going to focus a lot on conversations through the landscape of Canadian healthcare, the topics we're discussing are really applicable in any leadership situation. If you listen to the past season of the show, which I hope you have, and if not, you can definitely go back and check it out. You might remember that each season we picked a theme or a lens through which we looked at healthcare leadership. The first season we focused on growing from self-doubt to self-confidence. And the second season, we talked about the five mindsets of a leader. And this year, when we were thinking about what to focus on for this season, we considered a few different approaches. Nothing entirely seemed to fit in our current climate. Simply stated, the last two years have been probably the most challenging most draining, and most soul-sucking for most healthcare professionals. Between COVID-19, the meeting of head of staff shortages, and overbearing politicians in our system, it can more often than not feel draining and despairing. When we were trying to come up with ideas, it didn't seem right to ask people to devote listening time to frameworks and models of becoming better leaders in their precious free time when we're collectively barely keeping our heads above water. So we took a bit of a turn and decided to focus on being a source of joy. And that is what the topic of this season of Built to Lead is all about. Joy. For our returning listeners, you're probably wondering what's going to stay the same. Well, we're still going to be talking to some of the most prominent leaders in healthcare and waxing the lens of our discussion through that of healthcare. What is changing? is that you're going to hear our full conversations with our guests. So it's going to be fun. We hope it's inspirational and insightful dialogues. While you get to know and understand them a little bit better as people, what brings them joy and how they continue to find joy in some of the most challenging times. And as you listen, we promise to bring you as much joy as we can. Plus, we want to help you build your toolkit of ways in which you can reflect on and practice joy intentionally in your leadership. Our joy through this season will be broken into five two-part chunks, about 30 minutes each, 
In the first episode, we will introduce our guest for the segment, learn a bit about what inspires them and brings them joy, and talk a little bit about joy as it relates to their experiences in becoming the leaders that they are today. Then in part two, we will continue our conversation and introduce some articles for discussion into the mix. Also making them available to you in the episode description should you want to read along, but don't worry though. If reading along isn't something you want to do, we will be summarizing them for you as we discuss them. And to anchor our conversations with our guests and select the different topics, we looked at a few different psychological models around happiness and joy. And we really came across some interesting approaches that we ultimately didn't end up going with. But we want to share those with you before we actually reveal the foundation for this season. First, we want to start with one of the classics, Maslow's hierarchy. And it's in fact the parent of the model we eventually decided to go with. But it's common, it's been done, and many of you might not really get anything new from it. Besides, it's focused more on self-actualization, while related to joy isn't quite the angle we wanted to take. Then we came across Ikigai. Ikigai is a powerful model with respect to finding purpose. Originating from Japan, it models that we find our purpose at the intersection of what we love, what the world needs, what you are good at, and what you can get paid for. It highlights what you achieve when you only have parts of these. For instance, when you find something you love and are good at, but are missing being paid for it, and it being something that the world needs, you find passion. When you learn something you get paid for, you might feel satisfied but not necessarily useful as it has no outward contribution to the world. While this model was interesting and would certainly give a wealth of conversation, it was more of a discussion around the purpose than joy. Although, you will hear one of our guests talk about this in our episode around meaning. And to even add to that, we consider the social economic implications of joy and happiness we learned about the economic indicator of gross national happiness that is used in Bhutan. So now in addition to GDP, we might soon be learning about GNH. So how does GNH or gross national happiness work? Well, these indicators quantifies the happiness of the country using 33 metrics across nine dimensions. These dimensions being psychological well-being, health, education, time use, culture diversity, good governance, we have community vitality, ecological resilience, and living standards. And while gross national happiness is not commonly used compared to GDP, it was formally recognized by the UN in 2011 as a basis of informing their resolution of happiness towards a holistic approach to development. We even have some municipalities in North America who have leveraged them as indicators measures to their own policy developments. So that includes Seattle, Washington, and here in Canada in Victoria, BC. So while this model was thought provoking, we felt that it was a 33 indicator tool appropriate for use at the national level for a whole country. It might not be as ideal for a routine application at the personal level. Plus, I don't know about you, but that might have to be a 33 episode podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It was also important to acknowledge the model's creation drew criticism that is being used as a distraction from other human rights issues that are ongoing in Bhutan. 
However, the holistic premise of including happiness as a measure of holistic development still remains as an interesting policy pillar. So where did we ultimately land? We needed something that was scientifically sound, but approachable for all audiences, and something we could lean into for practical guidance. And that is when we found the PERMA model. PERMA is a model for happiness that was first postulated by Martin Seligman. As detailed in Psychology Today, Seligman was appointed as president of the American Psychological Association in 1998. And in his mandate, he looked to move the focus of the society from mental illness and pathology to focusing on studies and development around positivity and the good in life. It's rather fitting in much the same way that PERMA came out of the intentional focus of joy and positivity. And so we, we decided to use it as the basis for this season's episodes. From this focus and his research, he postulated the PERMA model in 2012. PERMA focuses on five dimensions that when working together, help promote happiness and joy. PERMA stands for five pillars, positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. Each of our two episode arc with each guest will focus on one of these themes, though we won't be going in order of the acronym. I forgot the acronym that we have now, but it might be like Wormpa or something like that. But just to recap, we're actually using this PERMA model as a basis for our season. Episodes will be in two part segments. So the first episode, we briefly described the pillar of focus for the episode according to Seligman's model. We introduce the guests, what brings them joy, and talk about their experiences and history through the lens of that pillar. Then in part two, we look at the pillar through the lens of a few articles that relate to the topic, dissect them with our guests, and then we talk about how we can apply it in our own leadership journeys. With us so far? Amazing. Because now... That's all of the way. We can't wait to get started with our first episode, where we focus in on meaning. Here's a quick preview of what you're going to hear. Um, you know, I always say it's like that sweet spot of like three things. You know, one is, you know, doing something that uh, leverages your skills and your capabilities, your training, whatever. So that's one Venn diagram. The next Venn diagram is solving a really important issue or problem that matters that has impact. And then the third is with a team you love. Like that's my three circles. And, and I think, you know, why you need to work with a team that you really love. Recognize their voice? Can you guess who our guests will be? That's all for now. See you on the next episode of Built to Lead. Thank you for joining us on Built to Lead, season three, Getting Back to Joy. Built to Lead is created and hosted by Matthew Goldberg and co-hosted by Mubin Lalani. Built to Lead is a companion podcast to the Vernissage Health Dialogue Series at the Institute of Health Policy, Management, and Evaluation at the University of Toronto. Tell us what you thought about this week's episode. You can find us on LinkedIn at Vernissage Health and on Instagram at Vernissage Health. You'll find both of these in the episode description. Today's episode was produced by Hannah Hodgins and Tony DeShenza. With music composed by Sindhu. Special thanks to Wendy Nelson, Senior Fellow at the Institute for Health Policy Management and Evaluation. <laughs>